Sunday Pour, we are back Monday night, coming off the weekend, a lot to get into, watching the home run derby here, Otani giving the fans what they want, four home runs, almost through the first uh, round, really shitting all over himself, uh, I don't know, a lot to get into, where do we start? <laughs> I mean, ESPN could not control, contain themselves at all, they would have just been masturbating themselves for the past hour leading up to Otani. The only thing that distracted them from Otani was Alonzo's performance, which was incredible. Yeah. And they, they could not wait to get to Otani. They were crowning him the winner. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the little guy. I mean, he was fawning over him. He's, what's tomorrow's headline? Oh, it's going to be, oh, my Tani. And first of all, that's a terrible headline. Second of all, just get a hold of yourself, guys. Just get a hold of yourself. There's a lot of good – Ball player. Soto is the eight seed. It's ridiculous. The guy mashes. I know it's like by, uh, you know, who's, who leads the league in home runs and stuff. But, I mean, it's no slouch. These are eight guys who can, who can mash. Uh, Perez lost to Alonzo, and he would have beaten everybody else, I think. So, there's a lot of, a lot of good ball players. And here's Otani, not more than halfway through. He only has five. Everybody else is in the 20s. That's not a great performance after ESPN just – Aside from uh, the Otani love, it's been all about Coors Field and all the numbers and how many feet per home run, they, you know, the elevation and the warmth and the wind and the, they, the balls aren't in the humidor and stuff. And Otani's uh, hoping to get to double digits at some point. Yeah, why do I need to know exit velocity during a home run derby? Yeah, everything I, is I just want to watch guys match. Mashed. Yeah. Yeah, dist- I'm fine with the distance. And, of course, they're going to crush it. I don't know why I need to know the exit. Yeah, don't put on ESPN2 if you don't want all that shit. Yeah, I, I, I saw the uh, – I went to the guide, and I saw what it was, the statistician, whatever the fuck. Yeah, they did it for – I think for Matt Olson's at bat. They went over for a couple minutes to show it, and it's just like there's 19 things going on at once. And it even, I like the format, the two minutes, but it is hectic on TV. Because it's just pitch after pitch after pitch, and, they, and the cameraman cannot get to where the next ball is fast enough. Yeah, it took a while for my brain to catch up. My brain was <laughs> in like 1999. Yeah. And I needed to catch up to 2021, you know, back when guys used to just take one swing, one hack. Yeah. Oh, he's at least gassed, Otani. Okay. The guy does, um, guy does everything. Give him a break. He's got a pitch tomorrow. He's, he's leading off. I'll give him a fucking break. No, nah, I mean, he just caught up. He's got 16. He only needs six to tie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's got the bonus round. I keep forgetting. I, I gave out, I gave out uh, Soto, so I'm rooting for Soto. All right. Yeah, that's a big, up, a big upset, at least uh, by the numbers. Hey, you better hope they don't screw you because uh, – Gallo got screwed. Gallo got screwed. Mancini hit one after the clock. Gallo hit one after the clock. They counted Mancini's. They didn't count Gallo's. Both home cooking for story. Both were the difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Well, what a junior. Oh, junior Griffey. Wow. Wearing the M's jersey in the house. Wearing the M's jersey. So Tony six to tie, seven to win in the bonus round. Get Junior. That, I don't know. That stoppage may have uh, halted a little momentum. He was cooking there for a second. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't think so. Man. <laughs> he comes out one for one, two for two. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. 
It's uh, four to go with 48 seconds. Yeah, that's. This is my first home run derby since 2018. There was no derby last year. Yeah. 19, I was I had no cable. Oh, okay. So I don't even know if I watched it in 2018. I have no idea. I haven't. There's only three derbies that stick out in my mind. Fenway. Fenway, 99. McGuire hitting bombs over the monster. Griffey yeah. beat Burnett's, Burnett's in the uh, finals. Josh Hamilton. Hamilton, 08. Yeah. Who did not win that. Uh, he didn't no. win it. He was, it was Justin Morneau beat him. Right. Yeah. And uh, 93, Baltimore. Griffey off the warehouse, who I think ended up winning that. Mm, okay. Coors, Coors 98, which they talked about tonight, was a big one. But I don't know if I would have remembered that without, uh, without uh, them talking about it tonight. But I, I forgot sure. that they even hosted an uh, All-Star game. But that was, another, that was like Junior didn't want to play and uh, did, didn't want to do it. He was a leading vocator and everything. He didn't want to do it, and he came out and won the thing. <laughs> he got booed in course and then won Derby. He's got to hold the record for – most derbies won, right? It feels like he won a bunch. He won three, they said. Okay, so 93, 99, 98. Those are probably the three. Yeah. I don't know if McGuire, McGuire won the Fenway one. Did he win any more? He must have won. At least no, won Griffey won at Fenway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, he won at Fenway, Camden Yards, and I guess Coors Field. Yeah. I that, couldn't tell you anything about the last 10 years of home run derbies. Did Judge win one? Don't even know. No idea. No idea. Hey, there was a time, man, like in the early 2010s, and maybe maybe even before us, but the derby was really boring. It just got it was it was drawn out, took forever. This is a little more exciting than it had, than it has been. I don't remember Alonzo's really uh, from a couple of years ago. I don't know if it was the same thing. Yeah, I I I, I like this. It keep keeps it moving. Guys aren't digging in, changing their you know. You're right. Otani's gassed. Yeah, it's a test of endurance. Yeah, it makes it a little more interesting. I don't know if this keeps going like throughout the uh, the whole thing, but um, I think the finals go, uh, goes from three minutes to two minute rounds. I wouldn't mind. Uh, see, I don't know how it worked these days, but I wouldn't mind bringing back not for the All Star Game. I don't think you could do it, but like the format that they had in the old uh, Home Run Derby TV show. Yeah, they used to televise those on ESPN Classic, like uh, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays. Hank Aaron, Rocky Colavito. So uh, the format used to be, correct me if I'm wrong, you'd play a nine-inning game, right? Like one guy would get up in the top of the first. Wait, Otani tied him? Yeah, he tied him. I thought he was – man, they got to do better with that ticker. So it's a, ter- it's a terrible broadcast. I'm, I'm glad that – I couldn't wait to mute it. I mean, they uh, they fucked up the hot dog eating contest. Uh, they're gonna fuck this one up with a thousand cameras and balls flying all over the place. I think Soto might be cooked. I don't. Don't you just have one guy on the field or like in somewhere like upstairs, just counting home runs? I don't understand how the guy can fuck that up so bad. I don't know. Jesus, Soto just went dead center. Uh, I apologize. I cut you right off there. Sorry about that. No, I was. I don't think I was speaking. Was I? <laughs> I, think, I think you were. 
<laughs> whatever it was, I lost it. You're deep in thought, obviously. Uh, we were, no, we were talking about um, the old home run derbies on uh, ESPN Classic. And oh, so I think, I think the rules were – so let's say if Soto and Otani were playing right now. Once Soto made three outs, meaning he hit the ball, didn't go over the fence, then it would go to the bottom of the first. Yeah, it was like a, it was nine innings. Yeah, exactly, three outs per inning. Yeah, all right. They used to televise those. Those were cool. They used to put those on ESPN Classic. I remember Mantle being in them. They were in black and white. I'm pretty sure that's how long ago they were. Oh yeah, no, they're from the '60s. Yeah, and uh, they interviewed the other guy would go in the booth in between innings. So like, if it was Mantle versus Hank Aaron, and Hank Aaron was up, Mantle would be talking to the guy. Yeah, I wonder when were those filmed they're in california yeah they're in california i'm pretty sure they were like a just a field out out west someplace so they must have done it in the off season unless they waited for like a team to go i don't think they would do it like on an on an off day like if they're how do you how do you set that up i don't think like the giants and the yankees would be out west at the same time you know what i mean no by the way aaron judge 2017 winner oh yeah i knew he was in one well, uh, I mean, what, what was I gonna say the uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, fuck. Uh, I lost it again. Was it about the Derby on TV? Yeah. Who is that guy in something? That the guy, the host? Did he host something else, or is it just Home Run Derby? I I couldn't I couldn't even remember who the host was. I mean, if you saw his picture, you remember him just from that. Probably, yeah. You know, there used to be two All Star games for a while. Or the start of the year, or the middle of the year, and the end of the year? Is that what it was? or Something along those lines. I think Mantle has the record for all-star appearances because of that quirk. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so the guy's name is Mark Scott. And I'll do this quick because uh, this the guy died 100 years ago. But uh, I guess he didn't do anything else. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. What's his name? Mark Scott. Uh, Mark Scott, home run derby. He died in 1960. He was only 45 years old. So must have been in the 50s. Oh, wow. So they only did one season of it, and he died after the first season. And instead of finding a replacement for him, they just canceled the show. I think we're going in double overtime. Otani had like four swings to put him away, and he couldn't do it. Uh, wow. Okay, so using this guy was like a like a small time actor. Yeah, he looks he looks familiar now, but nothing nothing else. He was in, he was in nothing else. No, man. Some of these episodes are not as good as died in Burbank. OJ, OJ's uh, OJ's town. Do you know Al, Al Michaels? There was only twenty six episodes. There's Mantle versus Mays. Ernie Banks versus Mantle. Harmon Kilbrew versus Mantle. Rocky Calavito versus Kilbrew. He must have gotten paid for this. Eddie Matthews versus Hank Aaron, Al Kaline versus Hank Aaron. But then there's Dick Stewart versus Wally Post. Imagine putting on ESPN Classic and seeing, I mean, like, oh, yeah, home run derby's on. And it being 
Here's an episode with Gus Triandos and Dick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <are> these people. <laughs> oh, I got the records here. It looks like Hank Aaron made the most appearances. Seven. Yeah, it looks like he has a bunch. Yeah. Six and one. Who did his who, record? Who did he lose to? Duke Snyder. I don't know. I don't know if they have that. Mantle was in five. He was four and one. All right. So it looks like those are the two guys with the best records. Willie Mays was three and two. Uh, I'm on the, oh, okay. They do. They do have. Uh, they do have the matchups. Aaron lost to Wally Post. Spoke too soon. Wow. Just one loss. A huge upset. Oh, and they definitely did. There was a prize. That's, that makes sense why these guys ran it so much. Mantle won $2,000 for the annual one against Willie Mays, who won $1,000. Oh, man. 2K. Unbelievable. Oh, it's unreal. I can't believe that. I mean, now, imagine, like, imagine what the guy would ask for just to, just to show up on an off day. Do these guys make something? Tonight, there's the winner. The winner's probably got to get some. Yeah, I would say there's a prize involved. Yeah, I mean, it's not too grand. <laughs> oh, now what is this double overtime rules? A swing off? Just making up the rules as we go along? One swing remaining, yeah. Kevin Long's playing games now. Yeah, Come on, Kevin. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Well, we you have to star. You have to star the show, Kev. Just fucking fired in there. What are you doing, you fucking goof? I didn't know he was a lefty. Wonder you got fucking fired. Uh, let's uh, see, dead c- center. Whoa, God, that was ball. way out. I All thought right. it was. Well, I guess that was a good move. Thrown behind him. <laughs> so he went. Three, he went three for three in the swing off. Now the times I go three for three to force another overtime. Yeah. Wow. Soto, man. He's got stones. I want to see Soto Alonzo second round. I just want to see everyone who's there to see Otani just go home. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen A. Smith will be crowing tomorrow if Otani doesn't get out of the first round. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Stephen A. Yeah, what a – come on, man. Why are you even talking about baseball, Stephen A? It's the last thing – you got your lane. Stay in your lane, man. Nobody wants to know your opinion. Nobody, nobody goes to you for your opinion on baseball. Just shut the fuck up. He's like doing the basketball pregame now, pre and post, right for the finals. No idea. No but he's idea. still doing something on ESPN, which is why he had to talk about baseball. I guess. I even listened to it. I mean, I, I just saw like I have no desire to listen to it. I don't know if Kellerman hit back at all or what. Probably not, fucking pussy. No, he didn't. I watched the clip. Fucking just roll over, man. Because the guy. Can't yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they're talking. About it. That's that's the problem. Is man, you want them to talk about baseball, but they just don't. Well, not those guys. Ah. And that's it for Otani. Soto advances. Sorry, rest. You got to be that big day tomorrow, the guy. I mean. Showcase the talent, man. There's a lot of great ball players there tonight. Soto, right. Soto's underappreciated. Um, anyway, so yeah, everybody loves Otani already. Let's see Soto move on. Right, exactly. It's too much to love for Otani. It's too much. Yeah. 
I, he's, he deserves it, man. What a like, like, I don't I don't sit here and rally off what he's done in the first half, but uh, it's, it's it's kind of unbelievable to see. Uh, my favorite part about it is I don't know if we talked about it. My favorite part about it is in the in an era where like everything is fucking specialized. Like mm-hmm. pitchers got to face these guys, or they're they're all fucked up. You know, pitchers can't hit hitters. You know, there's DH obviously, and you know if uh, lefty versus lefties, and you know you got to swap them out. Uh, righty specialist, lefty specialist out of the bullpen. The guy does everything. That's like the best part about it. Is she? He just kind of goes against the grain and showing everybody that you know, it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be compartmentalized uh, like that. If you're a good athlete, you could do you could, you could do everything. I mean, this I don't, I'm not looking for a two way star. But I'm saying you know at least ex, at least expand your skills a little bit. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing both at a high level. So we yeah. haven't really seen this since you know Ruth and Ruth pitched first, then he hit. He didn't really like doing both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Like somebody can do it? Like Otani's doing both, and he's a dominant offensive player. And he's a very good pitcher. I don't know if he's as dominant as a pitcher as he is a hitter, but do you, do you think people could stand it if he if one was wasn't as good as the other? Like if he was a decent hitter, like let's say I don't know, let's say he was just like a two ninety hitter, maybe twenty home runs a year. Like would you stand playing that guy every year? I, I mean, that's it's those are good numbers, but you could play him every day and still pitch him uh, every fifth day. If he was a decent pitcher, like, is there? I don't know. I think that question will probably be answered later on in his career, whenever his skills start to diminish, oh, whether him, it's yeah. offensively or pitching wise. Uh, so. I don't know. I think you have to credit. Where, where did he play? Japan. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to credit Japan for letting him do that because a guy they don't let you do that in America. Yeah. You know, if you go to college, if you're a pitcher, you pitch. You're not allowed to hit. Like Jacob so, DeGrom, when he went to college, uh, he was a shortstop. He was a really good shortstop. Mm-hmm. He could hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And then when he converted to be a pitcher, he couldn't uh, hit anymore. So, and now you see why he's such a good – I mean, he's not Otani, but, like, he could handle the bat up there. Yeah. Just imagine if they let DeGrom actually be a two-way player. Yeah. I'm not saying he would have been Otani, but I'm saying he, he could have been, like, a really good hitter too because he came up as a shortstop. Man, I would love to see that where – not that you would, like, plan to put a, a pitcher in a shortstop, but, like, to have the option, like, all right, look, this is an emergency shortstop. Or even if it's a guy that hits and you're like, well, look, we, we're desperate. You know, our shortstop is a punch-and-judy hitter. We need the offense. Let's throw him in there and try it out. Like, I would love to see that. I would never – I mean, I don't think we'll ever see that to, to that level where the guy's playing short and pitching every fifth day. But yeah. like I would like I would love that. That'd be incredible. No, not in America. You won't see it. <laughs> no. They won't they won't let it happen. No, I know, I know. But you're but that's right. It's a good point, man. It goes back to college. If they, they just kinda pigeonhole these guys and don't give them a chance to develop. Uh college in the minor leagues, yeah. They around. don't allow it. Which makes no sense. That those are the times you're supposed to be developing. But I guess these guys want like if a pitcher who can throw gas or a pitcher who can make it dance or a hitter who can hit bombs, like, look, just get really good at that one skill and you get to the big leagues. Look at Joey Gallo. Yeah, I'd like to see when that started. I would say right around the time of the DH in the 70s. Uh, but, yeah, nowadays, it's especially with the investment they have in these guys, especially the pitchers, yeah. like a guy like Jack Leiter, like they don't want him messing around and – right field or center field, even if he is a good athlete. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it takes. Uh, I mean, it takes one guy, Otani, and maybe you know, even it's things change. You know, it's a cop. It's always a copycat. Sports are like that, just copycat stuff. So like, kids didn't grow up. There's gonna be a whole generation of kids who grow up watching Otani and be like, I want to be that guy. So you might get a couple more in another generation, and then a couple more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure you'll see one or two copycats that probably aren't as good. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. No, it never is. No one be as good. But yeah. Right. <clears throat> Let's see. Who's uh so that's it for the first round, right? Yeah, so coming up we got Mancini versus Story and Soto versus Alonzo in the semis. Well, while we wait for that to start, we might as well stick with baseball. Um, well, and it was a good weekend, really ended with a sour taste in our mouths as uh, Yankees take the first two and then lose in, I mean, just embarrassing fashion in the third game down in Houston uh, to the worst possible player. I mean, the worst possible player puts, you know, puts the game uh, out of, or ends the game rather, uh, in Altuve there. Um I think my tone has changed on the Yankees, though, and I'm not like there's not optimism shining through. The first two, the first two games, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, what, you know, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in type shit. Mm-hmm. My tone has changed. Where where are you right now with the Yanks after uh, taking two out of three from Seattle, taking two out of three from Houston, but again losing in a horrific fashion on Sunday? Ah. Uh. I'm just where I've always been, you know. They just they ref, they refuse to die quietly. It's just a slow, agonizing, painful death this season that gets worse and worse by the loss. You know, whether it's getting one hit by the Mariners, by some uh, kid making his tenth start, or you know, blowing leads late, which they did three times this past two weeks. The Angels with Chapman, uh, the Mets with Chapman, and then obviously. Uh, Yesterday with um, the Altuve three-run thing or in the six runs in the, in the ninth, uh, they head into the all-star break and they just remind you why it's not going to happen this year. Well, here, here's where I'm changing. Okay. Cause I, I, need a, I need a reason to root for this fucking team. Because let me, let me say, the Mickey Mouse shit with, with Judge covering up, like it's one nothing game. Give me a fucking break, man. And then like hiding behind it afterwards. It's a it's a joke. He's such a poser. It's not even. I it boggles my mind. That he keeps on doing it and then getting embarrassed like the next day every fucking time he does some shit like that. I can't. They're stop. a horrible shit talking team. They're not a good shit talking. Well, team. you don't even want anything, so you, you got to shut the fuck up until you win something. Win something, okay? You haven't won a fucking pennant, let alone a World Series. All right. So fuck. I mean, how many divisions have they won? I mean, that's one. one thing they could hang their hat on, I guess. One division. If one division title, zero pen and zero wood series, why are you talking shit to anybody? Go out and beat them on the field, all right? It's not a game. It's not a game of one, you know, like one thing's not going to get one over on the other team. You got to go out and beat them in fucking October. You got to get some fucking hardware. So, Bog, that fucking pisses me off to no end. Just fucking stop talking shit. You suck at it. You can't back it up. Not even you're not good shit talkers, and you can't back it up. Okay, All right, I'm looking for the positive. No, there, no, there's no positive because I'm probably rooting for something that's not going to happen. 
But my hope uh, is my hope is this. I'm all in right now. Okay. I don't want to sell. I want I hope that Cashman is desperate. I hope that he's feeling a little bit of pressure. I hope that Boone is desperate. He's feeling a little pressure. And I hope that he, they go all in. No selling. That they find that they make a crazy move or two. I mean, like, go out and trade for a gallo. I don't know, like, if that's a right move or not. But go get a, go get a guy like that. Make a trade. Change the team a little bit. I know it's tough midseason. I'm not looking for a miracle. I'm just looking for a shakeup. And I hope that des- desperation sets in. I hope they feel like their jobs are on the line, and I hope that they make some ballsy moves because of it. It might be stupid moves, but ballsy moves. That's it. That's all. Just don't sell. Go all in. If, if it's trading Glaber for, you know, you're getting a little bit less back, but getting a guy who fits better, fine. I'm for it. If it's, if it's trading, I don't know, pick a guy out of a hat. Voight. Uh, you name it. It's fine. It's, it's there's very few guys on there that I'll lose any sleep over if they trade them. Just that's it. I just want just let me see what happens when this, these guys get desperate. That's all I could hope for right now, and I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for desperation. What if what if everything falls apart after these? Uh, we got six down, thirteen to grow, thirteen to go on that nineteen game stretch. <laughs> what if everything falls apart? Oh, like in those gets- games against Boston and Tampa. What if so they have thirteen games left? What if they put up? Uh, <laughs> A three and ten. Well, then I hope they both get fired, and I guess the dream is dead. <laughs> Why are you still buying though? If they go three and ten, uh, no, well, they'll be well, like six games under five hundred. Well, I don't know what they are now. Seven games under five hundred. They do the three games over, so they'd be four games under if they four went three games. and ten. Uh, yeah, I'm still in. What? Yeah, what they? You can still trade off some assets, and I, I don't know if you get if you get guys in there that could help you. I'm not saying like. I don't know, like go get Nelson Cruz and go get the biggest guys out there, but get creative, make some moves. No, we do not need another DH. <laughs> Does Jose Barrios move the needle? Barrios? Uh, I mean, I take him. I won't, that's, just, that's one. It's 27. I, I mean, I don't know if he's righty too, right? Barrios, another righty pitcher. Yeah, he's a righty. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd take him, sure. I mean, I'll, again, I think I think it's you got to turn the lineup over a little bit. We need lefties. We need athleticism, some variety up and down the lineup. Uh, but yeah, I'll take an arm. Why not? There's really not. I don't know who I trust in there right now after Cole. It's a short list. Yeah, and and, and Joey and, Gallo moved the needle for you. Joey Gallo does it for you. It doesn't. I mean. You understand, I'm not getting excited for, like, the possibilities of getting uh, – I just want to tr- – I want to change in the locker room, change the culture a little bit, uh, and change – and turn the, line, turn the lineup over a little bit. I, I don't know if there's a guy out there that gets me, like, excited, like, this is the guy that turns it all around. I don't know. But it's just, like, the culture thing. It's a makeup thing. You know, you get some of those guys out of there. Other guys don't you know, aren't as comfortable. I mean, maybe somebody steps up and is a better leader. I don't know. There no, there's no leaders in this team. Not one leader. Cole, Cole is close. Yeah. But uh, he got – I feel like he got weakened a little bit with the whole sticky tack thing. That press conference weakened him a little bit. But I think in the clubhouse he's probably still a leader. 
Yeah, I would say the closest thing they have to a leader other than Cole would probably be DJ. Like D, when that that uh, meeting on the mound deal or night on Saturday night with Cole and Boone, like DJ kind of gave Cole a slap on the wrist, like well, as Torres kind of stood in the background, kind of yeah, with his t- tail between his legs. Yeah. I, mean, I know he's young and everything, but, you know, DJ is the captain of that infield. He's probably the leader uh, of the everyday players. He's been on the team for three years. He's been starting shortstop for two years. Like, I, I don't care how old you are. You're there. You're wearing the jersey. You're in the lineup every day. It's not an excuse. You can't be timid. No, no, I would not, I'm talking to him, not to you. <laughs> um, no, I know. It's not an excuse. Is, is there one or two guys you would drive to the airport? that you just want – you don't want to see in the uniform anymore? <laughs> I, I would drive Chapman to the airport. I'm like, his shtick – I can't stand his shtick anymore. I he's think it's even, over for Chapman. He's not even, he's not even available like, uh, on Sunday. Uh, was, that the, was that the word? He wasn't available? Well, I don't know. He, just, he, wasn't, he, he didn't play. He, didn't, he wasn't there. He didn't come out. Because he was warming he up Saturday night in a oh, one-up okay. game. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. They 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 gave him the night off. Whatever, he's not there in a big spot. You can't trust him. Um, another guy, another judge like guy, where, and this this I'm stealing this because I think uh, Joel Sherman said this on JJ's podcast today, mm-hmm. where he's like he's just a poser and he's great. You know, he's a stare down and shit. I mean, this got me like I'm sitting in my at my desk and my blood is boiling. He's like, he does a stare down when he's great. You know, he's throwing 1,000 miles an hour, striking guys out. He stares them down, and then uh, he gives up dingers, and he's, uh, he's lost. You know, the swagger's gone. And I just, it made me think about Mo. And, I, again, not to compare these guys to those guys because, I mean, it's impossible to. But yeah. how you carry yourself is, is one thing. It's not a talent thing. It's not a skill thing. That's not a production thing. It's just how you carry yourself, and that's not you know that you can't compare. You can you can like how a guy carries himself over another guy. Um, if Chapman was like you know not that kind of poser guy, and he had rough outings, I wouldn't be like, well, he's not Mariano. I would just be like, well, he had a tough outing. Yeah. But now you're looking at the, the poser shit, and you're like, well, Christ, like we gotta deal with them giving up taters. Uh, to the whole fight. Yeah, I, I thought yesterday in a 7-2 game was the perfect opportunity to give him some positive momentum headed into the All-Star break. I don't know why. I mean, once you once Herman gives up a couple hits, I think it was two or three to, to start that inning, I understand why they didn't go to Chapman because the damage is already kind of done and he's not good with base runners anyways. Mm. I thought it was a perfect get-right spot for him, 7-2. If you, if you, you know, you gave him enough room for error where he could – pull him and then bring yeah. in green. Yeah. So uh, that's what I would have done. I, I don't know. It wasn't great. And I mean, it, say what you want. Altuve right now is he's right there on the short list with Ortiz, Manny, you know, uh, Griffey, George Brett, if you want to go back to the seventies, he's the modern day Yankee killer. Number one overall seed, not even close. Who He's number one. Yep. He st- he just no one has stuck it to us like this guy. Well, there's a couple of rays, but Altuve does stick it to you. No, nah, no one like this. 
Especially, especially like a team you're not even seeing 19 times a year. Yeah, it's six times a year and a few, you know, uh, playoff series. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, he's not like Austin Meadows kills us, but not like Altuve. <laughs> yeah, and I know, and it hurts. It hurts more when Altuve does it too. It did. And that's part. Did of you it. see the stat about uh, this season, right through the All Star break, four hundred and ninety five games? You yeah. saw that. All right, I don't have to regurgitate it. Everyone else heard it probably. <laughs> Teams entering the ninth inning basically with a lead of four or more, four hundred and ninety three and two, and the two losses came in the last week and a half. Anaheim yeah. and Met. Uh, no, yesterday against the Astros. Paper team. Paper team. But that's why that's why that's why I'm endorsing this idea of like just kind of breaking up breaking them up, but keep you know, but still keeping a few guys in there. Like we talk about Judge, they're going to keep Judge, at least for now. Uh, they are, they are. His value would never. You're never going to get more for Judge than you will right now. But I don't think there's any way he's too marketable for them. Yeah, I know. Um, which sucks, but he needs, he needs somebody to come kick him in the ass a little bit. You know, he needs somebody with a fucking pair of stones and it ain't Stan. You know, I no. would, also, I would, I would, I'll take him out to dinner first, but also drive Garner to, uh, to the airport. I'll we'll, we'll get a nice dinner though. Bottle of wine. And have, you take know. him out on the yeah, farm eat, and eat shoot him. You want to buy him a steak first and then shoot him? <laughs> I mean, it's over. If he pulled the Jay Bruce right now, it wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind if Jay Bruce came back to replace him. Jesus. I mean, there's yeah, there, there's a few Jay Bruce's on this team that could just go quit as far as I'm concerned. No, I don't know. Yeah, Chapman's probably the number one guy, though, that I would get rid of. I also wouldn't mind uh, getting rid of Voight, but I think all his value is lost. It, all his, He had tons of value after last season. He led the league in dingers. Yeah. But now I don't know what you'd get from Voight. First baseman who's always hurt. Yeah. Nobody's a Luke Voigt away from a World Series. Yeah. Yep. Not getting anything for him. You're right. Uh, I'll drive Mike Ford to the airport. <laughs> no, he's a right now. Yeah. Hundred grand. They got hundred grand for for him. They did. Yeah. Same thing. Babe Ruth was traded for. Had to pay. Had to cover payroll that month. <laughs> what fuck was that? Pay the gas bill. Hey, what um, Otani's got thirty three home runs this year so far. Yeah. All star break. If he's got uh, you know fifty eight going to the last week of the season, are you are you watching for sixty one? Yeah, I, I like those records. I like I like watching that stuff. Sixty one is just kind. Of, it's still the number. I watched when Stanton did uh, in twenty seventeen. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was watching. Yep. He landed on 59, I think. 61 is still a magic number. It's not the number. We know the record's the record, whatever. But 61 is still a magic number. I think 60 is, really. If someone were to hit 60, I think that would be a big deal, even though 61's the record. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. I think, I think that's about right. 60's a, big, 60's a huge deal, for sure. Big deal, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's no like fireworks though if you hit 62, right? That's not that those days are long gone. But uh, I would there'd be something to be said for a guy with 61 or 62, I think, in today's modern era. You know, it would be it would be celebrated. Yeah, I think 
Yeah. Fireworks? <laughs> I don't know about fireworks, but it would be celebrated. They do fireworks and everything, I guess. There'd probably be fireworks. It's California. Yeah. If it was at home, maybe fireworks. Oh, yeah. At home, there's definitely some uh, pyrotechnics. But I think even on the road, if he hit 62, as long as it wasn't in a back-breaking spot in like a pennant race, yeah. I think he would get an ovation. Thousand percent. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think anything after 60 gets him an ovation, even on the road. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah, I think people would be down for that. All right. Yeah, I'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep our eyes out for that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like he's going to tail off a little bit. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up this pace. I mean, he's definitely on pace to hit. I think he'll hit at least 50. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, in order to hit 60 home runs, it's tough to have like a two-week slump. Yeah. You know I mean, there's two and a half months left. If he, if he has – if he goes a month where he only hits four or five, that's just it, – it's oh, tough. Yeah. It sets him oh, back. Yeah. yeah. So I think he'll probably land more in, somewhere in the 50 somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, like we said, I mean, he's – He's doing more than most players, so he's, he's going to be a little more gassed. But uh, fatigue could factor in, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you want to go over over unders at? May see as where, well. See where we stand at the All Star break? Yeah, I was going over him before, but some years with the fin are like almost in the bag. Minor. <laughs> the under. I can go five and one or one and five. It's, it's, well, I, let's just go by division. All right, go for it because I don't I don't have them lined out like that. So I have, I have the standings in front of me. I have the standings in front of me. Oh, okay, great. So AL East, you had two AL East teams. You have as I lose my spot. Boston under eighty and a half. That's going to be an L. Yeah, should be an L. They are nineteen games over five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. And then you have Tampa eighty five and a half over. For now, I'm going to give you a tentative win. I don't think they'd have to kind of fall apart in order to go under that number. Right? Yeah. They go 86 and 76. They go 10 over. They're 16 over right now. That should be a win. Yes. So Tampa and Boston both played well. Uh, so I have I, the team I have in this division is Toronto, under 86 and a half. Right now, they are 45 and 42. So that's. I mean, that's 50-50 as it gets. Yeah. Yeah, the Red Sox, man, now is a, uh, a really just piggybacking off of last year. I, I probably ripped Cora. I uh, probably ripped their bullpen. And, uh, yeah, that was just a – you can't make bets with your heart, you know? It happens. Yeah. It happens. All right, so that's the AL East. Central, you have – this is going to be an easy one for you. Twins under 88 and a half. I mean, they're 11 games under. I've seen crazier things happen. They did head into the break on a four-game winning streak. I do not think they're hitting 89 games. And they're rumored to be selling to the deadline. It looks like Donaldson's going, Bar- Barrios, mm-hmm. maybe Cruz. So they are, uh, they're on pace to – they're going to lose 90 games this year probably. Is it uh... – have you heard anything other than Donaldson to the Mets? No, that's like the local rumor I've heard. Donaldson just, to the Mets. Okay, it's just 
local stuff. There's nothing, nothing official. I don't mind this Mets team right now. If Donaldson goes there, I think I'm back to just fully hating the Mets. <laughs> yeah, he make, he'd a, make it very easy. Yeah, no, Donaldson's not a guy that you want to see uh, winning anything. No. Uh, and then the team I have, I have the oh, I have two in this division actually. So I had White Sox over ninety and a half. That's probably the one I'm most confident in of my picks. Yep. I mean, same thing I said on the on the show when I made this pick. Shitty division that they're going to beat up on. They're 19 games over. I feel like they're going to be that team kind of like the Twins were past couple of years. They're going to have an awesome regular season record. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come down to October to see whether they're good or not. Are they a fraud team like the Twins who just beat up on the Royals and Tigers and Twins? Or are they, you know, a legit team? I don't think you're going to know until October. Teams had a bunch of injuries too, man. And they've cut and they'd be in first by, in first by eight games. Yeah. It's really been – I don't know if it's – I don't know if you give LaRusso the credit or the guy – I mean, obviously guys in the field get some credit too, but, I mean, really impressive uh, first half of the season for the White Sox considering, you know, how, how bad things could have gone with their injuries. Yeah, I give LaRusso credit. I mean, he knows baseball and he's been in the game. That, that was another point I made when I made this pick. Bruce has been in the game. He hasn't, like, gone away for 10 years. And he comes back, and he's like, what are all these analytics? Like, he was in the front office for Arizona. So he's familiar with the modern-day player, mm-hmm. even though, you know, the thing with uh, Yerman, Mercedes happened earlier in the year. I was, actually, I was actually kind of on the Bruce's side about that. Not that he, it was a big deal that he swung 3-0 because mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. It was you have to – you. It was a more of an insubordination thing because there might be a time in October where let's say the White Sox are down three runs going into the ninth inning and Mercedes is three and oh and he gives you the take sign like you got to know in that spot like you're taking a pitch so I think La Russa more thought mm-hmm. it as like, thought of it as like an authoritative figure like you got to listen to your manager Mercedes that, might, was, that was my stance on that Mercedes might not be a problem in October they sent him down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe Larissa did break his psyche after that. I don't know. But the, but the big narrative was that it was like he was going to lose the locker room because he threw his player underneath, you know, under you know, under the bus, whatever. And there has not been one peep from the players. Like maybe a little bit from Timmy Anderson, but like nothing. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like fuck this old guy. It was almost a good natured type stuff. Like. You know, like okay, we, I think Tim Anderson said like we're the we're the, like the you know the unruly kids that he's got to look after or something like that. Like almost like you know joking around a little bit. That seemed to bring them together. I mean, not that I'm like watching the White Sox every day, but it seems like it brought them together more than anything. And here they are in first place. You know, nineteen games over five hundred. Yeah, I mean, Larusa didn't handle it well. He should have kind of just kept it in house and been like, yeah, we talked about it behind closed doors, and that was it. Should he should have kind of took that route. Sure, yeah. That route, but uh, I don't know. I think maybe it's half the teams playing for La Russa and half they get to play the Royals and Tigers a lot. I think that could have something to do with it. <laughs> uh, we'll see We'll see in October. I think La Russa's fine, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then the other one from this division I had was Cleveland under 81 and a half. Yeah. So this one looked bad a couple weeks ago, and Cleveland lost nine in a row. and then headed, uh, They were actually lost 11 out of 12 and then took – three from the Royals over the weekend. So now they're three – yeah, they're three over heading into the break. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 50-51. It's, two, it's right on the dot, basically. 
have no I'm nothing else to add to that. Yeah, it's gonna be close. You you get keep it exciting for the second half, man. Yeah, I don't love the fact that there's three bad teams in that division with Cleveland. That might be enough to get them over 500, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And, yeah, Indians, it's Indians sell a piece or two. You don't know what they're going like, to gonna go for. Like, they're not going to go for it. They're I don't play for think it. so, no. I don't they, think they're they, going they for might, it. They might sell off a piece, and like the world's going to be a little scrappy. And uh, Twins might play a little better in the second half. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be close in that one. Uh, we don't. Neither of us have an AOS team. Houston's in first by three and a half in that division. That's probably a two-team race. I would. I mean, I think Houston will win that division. Yeah, Oakland think, doesn't. Have, Oakland doesn't have anywhere near the stones Houston does. I think. I think we. Didn't, neither of us wanted to pick Houston probably because we didn't really know where they stood um, coming into the year. You know, just, just how how. I think with the hatred plus the cheating, plus we're not sure like there's any kind of change in, you know, with fans and stuff. And that we didn't really know how to kind of assess that. The athletics, we know if we pick the under, they're going to go over. We know if we pick the over, they're going to go under. Right. That's exactly what I did last year. Stupid team. And then the Mariners, Angels, and Rangers. I mean, Angels probably should take in the under. I, Mariners, I floated as an over. I forget exactly what it was. Probably somewhere in the seventies, hot mid to high seventies. I still wouldn't be that. I mean, they could easily fall apart. They're gonna have to play a lot of games with Houston and Oakland in the second half. So yeah, Seattle's seventy two and a half, and they got forty eight wins right now. Ah, all right, that actually might have been a good over. Yeah. Yep. Um, I got a hypothetical for you. Yeah. Boston plays Houston in the ALCS. Yep. Who would you rather see lose? Boston. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and as much as Houston, I never want to see Boston win ever again. Anything. And I'm I glad see- you said that because I saw, I saw, I saw it kind of debated on social media a little bit. And uh, to me, I, I, there's no, no debate ever when it comes to Boston. These teams have both owned us past 20 like well Houston for a little less time but these teams have yeah. really owned us. Boston's owned us for a long time now. Even before they owned us you hated them though. It's it's more it's oh, more yeah. of just like the uniform with that. Oh they, yeah. The players right now in Boston, I mean I hate Verdugo. He's a perfect Red Sox that makes me hate him, but there yeah. isn't there isn't anyone I hate as much as like say an Altuve yeah. or a Bregman on Boston, but it's right. Boston. The uniform trumps all. Yeah, I don't like JD. I don't. I mean, I automatically just don't like these people. But right, there's no definitive like Ortiz. Like I still, I fucking hate that guy. Right. There's a weird thing going on. If if I can use football as an example right now, there's a weird thing going on in football where I know of like Jets fans who are warming up to Brady because he's like now a media darling. Post. Uh, yeah. I'm like, and I guess their excuse is that they beat him in the playoffs once. Um, that does not make up for 20 years of misery, <laughs> but they are warming up like, Oh, I like Brady more and more each day. And I'm like, How is that possible? I'm like, David Ortiz can cure cancer. I'd be like, Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> like, it's like that'd be something I would be happy that happened, but like, of all the people to do it, why'd that be him? You know, like, uh, I just, maybe, I, maybe the Jets fans, like, I can understand just being happy that he's out of your division. Because I got to admit, as a Dolphins fan, so I'm in a little bit of a similar situation, 
watching him win that Super Bowl with Tampa wasn't as bad as I thought. I still wanted the Chiefs to win, but it wasn't as bad as watching – it wasn't even close to the six Patriot ones. But in no way am I warming up to Brady. I do not want the – give me a 5-12 and 12 buck season this year. I think the only thing with Brady is that I think the world has accepted he was, he's the greatest ever. Right. And at this point, it's just acceptance. But in no way, shape, or form. I mean, I, I was – he's shanking balls in that golf tournament last week, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Tom. Have fun <laughs> in the fucking woods, douchebag. Asshole. Yeah, I don't know why Jets fans would warm up to Brady. That, yeah. that seems a little – Maybe not hate him quite as much. He's a, oh, he's a buck. Just slaughtered you guys for a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't warm up to Brady. <laughs> oh man, you guys didn't you guys didn't have two decades of your life. Football was just ruined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. come on. I mean, there's guys who were probably like in their fifties when Brady started. And died without ever seeing the Jets have their way with with them. Yeah, think about those guys, man. Think about those guys. He died just thinking, like, I guess this is just I'm not going to be able to outlive Brady. Yeah, that's it. You're just hoping to outlive Brady in in the in the. uh, I mean, we're. I mean, you were still trying to outlive Brady, like this fucking guy who's getting go away. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's it. That's it's what I'm – that's my the next – The guy's been in goal. my life since I was, like, a freshman in high school. I yeah. can't get rid of him. That's it's my next bucket list item is to just be around in the NFL without Tom Brady in it. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not much to ask for. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Should we go to the National League? <laughs> yeah, and at least. To say – well, let's, to cap off what we're saying, fuck the Red Sox. Uh there's almost no team, I mean, in the history of the world. I mean, uh, Hitler's Nazis, I don't think I'd, I'd root for the Red Sox, I guess. Begrudgingly. Nah. Begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't like uh, in it. In a Ant. baseball game? In a baseball game? I wouldn't like it, Ant. I wouldn't like it. It's just a game. You can root for the Nazis. <laughs> it's not like they're playing Hang for, on. like, world domination. That's where I got to draw the line, I think. <laughs> but that's it though anything short of that you don't have to wear nazi gear to the game i'm not wearing red Swoop. socks i'm not wearing red socks gear either <laughs> <laughs> all right um and at least so we have three teams in this division you have two you have mets under 90 and a half which is tricky yeah. they are in first place yeah but, not, a, not a dominant first place, but uh, I don't know. Are they going to take off? Like the, I don't know. The division's the division's problematic, top to bottom. So Nats look like they were on their way. They lose four in a row heading into the break. Braves lose Acuna. They're still a game under. They could still make a run without Acuna, but it just feels like he makes that team go. Um, could the Mets win the division with eighty nine wins? Yeah, I think they could. Let's go. <laughs> I think they could. That's all I got. Yeah, this one's a, this one's kind of a toss up. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't. I mean, they're I'm on the, pace for eighty-seven to eighty-eight wins. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Do they, do they have? I mean, they don't have like a crazy, crazy hot streak in them. I don't. Th- I don't think where they're going to have like 
two, three weeks of just dominant baseball. I know. I don't know. Touch and go until uh, the end. But they might, they might be making, they might be making a move. Uh, it's gonna be close over the top. So, or at least it's gonna be close. They're they're high eighties, I would say, right now is probably where they hit. It's just, do they have an extra gear where they get to like 93, 92? If Alonzo comes out in the second half as confident and cocky as he is right now, bopping his head, a little <laughs> swagger to him. He does have some swag. If he car- that carries over to the second half, I'm in tr- my, my number's in trouble. Um, all right, and then you have the Marlins, too. Marlins over. Yep, Marlins over. Um, that one's going to be close, too. 71 and a half. Yep, real close, real close. I just I think they're they're a team that's not they're not selling, I don't think. Their team is gonna remain, you know, they're they're gonna play I think they're gonna play hard until the end. So that's 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 probably that was my hope. I think I I think I may have said they're gonna make the playoffs <laughs> in our uh show, but that, that's off the table. You want an interesting stat? Yeah. Marlins plus seventeen run differential run differential, Mets plus nine. That's crazy. It is crazy. That doesn't make. They must just win a lot of blowouts. The Marlins. They probably just blow a lot of games in their pen. That's what yeah, I'm assuming. David, it's like a fun kind of team to watch. They're, you know, that's a good team to stop on if uh, you're on the package there once in a while. Yeah, I just like seeing Manly out there. I'm still a Manly guy. You know that. Yeah, it looks good in uniform. Yeah, and then uh, the Phillies are my team. I have them over eighty and a half. They had two big wins in Fenway this weekend. They're right at 500. So, I mean, that's another 50-50. All mine are – That's the wire. Yeah, it's going to be close. All right. NL Central, we each have a team. You have the – this is your sixth and final. Brewers over 82 and a half. That's probably a win. That they might, have to really fall apart. That might have been – I think that was like a last-second call. Um, I think I, I have I, them in order. I have them in order. That was your last call. Yeah, I think I called. I think I made that decision on the show. That might have been my best call. I mean, if that, and this was my call. last one too. I think I, I think we just didn't have any central teams, and we just went towards that division. Mm-hmm. And I had the Reds over eighty-one and a half, which you know, I think my I think my theory was the Ewing theory on Bauer, which <laughs> has aged pretty well. Yeah, because Bauer's like punching girls in the butts when they're passed out. Can't do He's that. not playing for a while. That's We don't miss him, man. Baseball's better without Bauer. I didn't talk about the whole Bauer thing. It's the only thing I have to say. Okay, and I'm not patting myself on the back like I'm this good guy. <laughs> even, even if a woman asks you to do the things that Bauer did, take a pass. You got a pass there, okay? There's one thing to be a little rough. There's another to choke a girl until she's blue and passed out, all right? Too much. Can't do it. Yeah, too it's, much. it's way too much. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Red six games over. Uh, hopefully they can keep it up. They took three out of four in Milwaukee over the weekend, which was nice. And then I think they played Milwaukee coming out of the break, so they're four games back. They're probably not as good as Milwaukee, but – Right now, and the Cubs look like they're sellers. The Pirates stink, so we'll see what the Cardinals do. It may end up be, the Cardinals always find a way to throw themselves in there. So I would say right now, two team race, maybe three with the Cardinals. Maybe 
The Pirates have two all-star starters. Yeah, dude, I could not believe when I saw that. <laughs> Frazier and Reynolds. I knew Frazier was good. Who is this Reynolds? He's having a good year, an outfielder. All right. Kevin? Kevin Mick? Kevin McReynolds? <laughs> Reynolds. Reynolds Pirates. <laughs> I have my fantasy. Brian Reynolds. I have no Brian idea his first. He's on my, I've had my team for like a week or two, and I had no idea what his first name was. In 302. Yeah, he's, he's having a good year. Yeah, that is, that is uh, crazy that they have two starters. <laughs> it's nuts. Fucking Pirates. 39 for 34 wins. Yeah, you would think, well, worst record in the NL. Well, I guess Arizona has the worst record, but still, second worst record in the NL. They have one, one representative. Yep. Although Colorado, other than, do they have anyone besides Story? Like Ryan McMahon make it or oh, Marquez? Uh, Marquez probably pitching. I saw him there. T- I saw him there tonight in uniform. So I think that means he's playing. Yeah. Right. So NL West. Uh, this is just. This was one of my last ones too. Dodgers under 102 and a half. Brilliant. That's gonna go down. That's gonna go down to the wire. I mean, they're 21 games over right now yeah. by winning percentage. They're on pace for 99 to 100. It's gonna be close. I think. I, I, the Giants are pushing. Oh, yeah, they are, man. The Giants are an unbelievable surprise. It's incredible. It is. 57 I mean, and 32 at the break. That's the best record in all of baseball. Gabe I, fucking Kapler. He sucked in Philly. Yeah, man. People, <laughs> people, people love that guy, though, for some reason. Not players, necessarily. But, like, baseball People like I don't know front office guys. I don't know who loves them, but people love them for some reason. Some people do. That's how he got that job after disaster in Philly. He's in good shape. I think people like that. People like a manager in good shape. San Francisco's over under seventy five and a half. Oh my god, man! They're gonna hit that August. Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. And that looks like. I mean, right now, things could change, but it looks like all three of those teams are getting in. It looks like those, the East and the Central are one, uh, one, one team uh, playoff bids. Man, can you name the, can you, could you do the Giants uh, like depth chart? They're like starting nine. Yeah. Brandon Crawford at short, I know that. Belt at first. Posey, who just went in the IL behind the plate. I know they called him Joey Bart. I actually do know who uh, Posey's backup is, Kurt Casale. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. So that's three. Uh, Joe Panic's long gone, right? I, I just named guys from, like, the dynasty who are still there. Oh, <laughs> Yastrzemski's there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ruff. There's a Ruff, right? Darren Ruff. Yeah, he's, uh, he's there. I don't know if he's playing every day, but, yeah, he's there. Uh, who'd I miss? There's who's the third? Yeah, there's one. You're missing one big former Met. Oh, is Wilmer Flores still there? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, Wilmer Flores is still there. I think I might have to tap out after that. No, that's pretty good, man. You did, you did pretty well. <laughs> Second base is Donovan Solano. Oh, Dicker- Solano. Dickerson yeah. and Duggar in the outfield with uh, Yaz Jr. Dugger, that's who I meant. Is Darren Ruff a, a real guy? Yeah, he is, but he seems like he's a backup infielder or something. 
Ruff and Duggar. It's like the one guy to me. Yeah. Yeah, Posey and Bell are both hurt right now. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, Gaussman's having a great year. Um, they, they need Chapman, man. Drive him, drive him cross country to San oh, Fran. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So looks like we got the final set here. Mancini versus Alonzo. Alonzo just seems like a fucking robot right now. Like, how are you going to beat this guy? They like interviewed him. They were talking about it on the fan today, and they, they and I saw him interviewed during the derby. Yeah, this fucking guy's like locked in. He like he locked. wants to win this so bad. Totally locked in. Complete focus in the interview. Yeah, that was scary. He was like, yeah, I was like talking to the Terminator. You loosen up after a minute or two, but early on, he was just, he was all business, man. It's like, it's like a dog when you got to like, when it pull it away from another dog and they're still wound up for a couple minutes. That's what Alonzo was like. It was like he just <laughs> went at it with a pit bull. <laughs> oh, man. So I went um, yesterday to this brewery for lunch it's more of a more of a restaurant really mm-hmm. and uh i was watching the beginning of the soccer game at my house i missed the first goal turned it on too late the yankees had a rally going so i missed the first goal all right uh so i watched a couple minutes at home was eating outside at the brewery heard italy tie it up just from the crowd inside Okay. So then once once I heard that, I was like, "All right, I got to time it where, I got to time it where I could watch the end of this game inside the bar." Okay. <laughs> All right. So it kind of timed like the on, you know, not entrees, but just I timed it where like we can get the check and go up to the bar and watch the end of it. All right. I gotta say this from the crowd shots, and I saw a little bit of my. I watched like probably the first twenty minutes in my house, and then we timed. I watched overtime in the PKs. At the bar, mm-hmm. I could safely say, as a sporadic Italy fan, a team I root for like once every seven years, I wanted England to lose more than I want Italy to win yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, just seeing shots of Beckham and and uh, Prince, whatever the fuck, uh, and their stupid ass kid wearing the suit and tie. Can the kid put out? Can you let him put on a pair of a t-shirt and shorts at a game? Let him wear a jersey, man. Shit, it's not the king yet. King. Let him wear a jersey. King. Even a, a polo jersey. Something classy. He could have a collar. Don't worry. Yeah, seriously. He's not going to lose any street cred with the, the queen. Well, maybe. The queen might disown him. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, Pissed me off. I think, I think he's got a friend in his class who's a minority, and the queen's already kind of talking about it, so... Oh, yeah. God, well, now what? these royal assholes, these no-last-name fucking cocksuckers can go back to worrying about uh, the important things in life, like their, uh, the color of their offspring's skin color. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a bunch <laughs> of fucking scumbags. Fuck and it started man. at Wimbledon. That was the problem. It started at Wimbledon when Djokovic <laughs> won and Kate Middleton was out there. I think Prince William was there, too. And they were, they were, they, they trotted out some old fuck that looked like he was like 98 years old, oh, not a Harry that. Potter. I hate that shit. Yeah. There's the eyes sunken. I didn't see it, but I'm guessing his eyes were sunken in. And oh, it was like, weird. Uh, it just looked like, it kind of looked like they brought him out of the crypt just for a tennis match. For Wimbledon. Like, it, like yeah. the biggest sporting event in the United States, our Wimbledon would be the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. 
I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and we don't have – I'm sure presidents have been to Super Bowls, but they don't come on the field after the game. Like, Biden's not going to go out there after Brady wins the Super Bowl and nah. make it about him. Like, what's, what is it with these English people? No, they love the royalty, man. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, just because – no, you're not going to tell me. This is why I don't watch the Kardashians. Like, why are they – why are people enthralled these people? Other than they're famous. Or you're, tell, you're telling me that they're important. Like, they're not fucking important. These people don't do shit. They have a fake title that if you put them in the private sector for a day, they would fucking shit themselves. They, oh, yeah. They would not be put able that, to handle it. Put that motherfucker on the tube. Send them to work on the fucking tube. <laughs> That's the subway over there, I think. Let me Is see, it? Let me, see, let me see him get there. William. William. William, you stuffed shirt little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we started out as an English accent, then went somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think I could do an English accent. I think it would no. just turn into Irish. Really, the after me lucky charms. <laughs> it just turns into Irish. <laughs> but after me crown jewels. Uh, yeah, I would have rooted for fucking Saudi Arabia. Enter whatever shady country that has that may or may not have nukes pointed at us if they had them. <laughs> North Korea, I would have. They could have had – it could have been Iraq, and they could have, uh, you know, dusted off bin Laden out of a cave, and I would have been like, listen, we'll deal with him tomorrow, but right now, Iraq has a soccer game to win. Okay, they, <laughs> they, could, have, they could have had, like, Al-Qaeda take over the field like it was uh, the Dark Knight Rises with Bane, and I would have been like, you know what, this seems like a serious situation, but we can't have England. And this the whole I'm co- the coming home thing – when they never win anything. Yeah. It's not uh, like you're the Yankees where, like, you have 27 titles, like, oh, yeah. back where it belongs. This is like a country that never wins anything. And, and I said that when I picked against them, against Germany. I was like, England seems like a team that never wins anything. <laughs> and then going back and looking it up, and I was like, oh, no, I had it right. They do. They never win anything. And the fan, I think the fans kind of like losing, man. They love being miserable fucks over there. They love being hardened yeah. losers. Uh, and they like they they like that like a black kid missed the final kick. Now they oh, have an excuse fe- to be racist. I felt so bad for those three kids because there was like three of them at the end, and I just kept I just kept thinking like why like why send the black kids up there, man? This is o- this would only end bad. Like this country is is so stupid and so fucking racist that if this kid fucks up, or or the, or the goalie makes a good play, they're gonna this kid is this kid is gonna hear the worst vile shit. Forever oh. in this stupid country. Oh. Yeah. Well, the good thing is he's 19 and he's got a few years, right? I mean, they'll he keep him around. Apparently, I read online, I, like, I couldn't name yeah. two guys on Eng- England's team. Kane, I know he's yeah. like their best player. Yeah. And there's a guy uh, that I already lost it. I don't know his name. But oh, apparently, there was some other like options that they could have went with more experienced guys that. And I don't know who makes the list if it's the coach. It's like kind of like a Boone situation. Like, do guys go into the coach and be like, this is mine. This is my – like, I'm kicking here. Yeah, Apparently, there was a couple good guys that, that kind of passed. They passed? And I, see, that's the thing. I don't know if it was the coach who said, all right, here's it's, – uh, it's Kane, Smith. I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> Thompson. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Morris. Or the ninth, like, I don't know. Or the ninth-year-old in his fifth 
game in, uh, inter- in international play. <laughs> in Not for the- nothing, but can you, oh, you kind of tell? Can't you kind of tell, like, when you just look, when they do the close-up on the guy right before he kicks, you can kind of tell if he's going to make it or he's not. He's got some nerves going. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the one Italian guy who uh, – was it the second guy who shot? He looked terrified. Okay. Yeah, because so. well, the good guy the, – the, the guy who went fifth was, like, one of their best players who was – everyone was shocked that he, got, uh, that he got denied. Giorgino, is that his oh, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was the other guy who shot second. Okay, I don't. I don't. I'm not this. This team. I don't know anybody on this team. No, I like the goalie. That's my new guy, Luigi Juan John Luigi. Another yeah. Wow, call him Wa Luigi. Another John Luigi. Yeah. (laughs) Damn a dozen. That's (laughs) my guy though. Brick wall, man. Stone cold. He got the one off the post, and then he made the two saves. They were – I mean, Italy had – Italy was – after they scored that goal, man, they were in attack mode. I'm surprised – Yeah, they, I didn't really see it, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't sneak one by. Uh, at least in regulation, they were – they had a few opportunities that I thought for sure were going to at some point finish, but – Yeah, so I, I just – that's just a question that maybe like a diehard soccer fan can ask the answer. Like how, who determines – I'm not even sure how it works in hockey, to be honest. I feel like hockey's kind of more set where when they do, like, the shootout, they kind of have three guys they trust Yeah, they know that, that are usually – like, the Islanders used to have the guy, Franz Nielsen, who was, like, great in shootouts. He would always shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how they – I'm trying to think. Was was that England's first shootout of the tournament? Did they have to – I think so. Yeah, I think that was – I think Italy. All right. Too. Yeah. So, Italy – I would like – I would actually be curious to go back and see Italy – Italy's lineup against Spain and see if it was any different. Like, I don't know how you determine. There's got to be guys who are good penalty kickers, right? Just like anything else. I would assume so. Yeah. I would assume so. I mean, they, they talk about these guys, you know, they, what, you know, how, one of the guys was like five out of eight or something. And like, yeah. oh, this guy does a stutter step every time he comes up and sees if he get the guy, the goalie leaning, you know, so they all have their, you know, uh, their stats and they know they're any good. So yeah, if you go if you go top shelf in the corner, it's indefensible. But it's also when, the most likely shot that you're going to airmen. Yeah, you could just send it flying over. Yeah, it's a ball. Yeah, it's a ballsy shot. I don't know, man. And it always seems like those big games. Not, I'm not complaining about the penalty kick because I don't know what else you could do. I also don't but, care. Yeah, I do. yeah. You can, I mean, you could you could like do like a ten on ten or nine on nine. Whatever, but uh, it seems like those games always come down to penalty kicks, and somebody just has to be the goat. There's always a goat. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. F- those fucking fans, man. I don't think I would go to a soccer game, man. It would be like a cool experience, but these people are out of their minds. You see these English people rushing the field, yeah, not the field, the uh, outside to get in the stadium. I'd go to a game, but I couldn't have like it couldn't be like a national team at their home. I don't want to be a bunch like a. I don't want to be amongst a bunch of these national fans. I'd go to a. I'd go to a game. I've been to a game. It was overseas. No, no, here it was in uh, the Meadowlands. It was Italy uh, versus Ecuador, actually. And, oh, and a, see, I, I feel you know, like it's in a, friend, era, in a friendly. Yeah, well, I was fine. I was the only Italian fan, like in my second. <laughs> There's nothing friendly about these games over <laughs> overseas. These people are out of their minds. 
Where does that come from, man? Is, are we just uh, pussy American uh, fans, or I mean, we just take it to the extreme? And we have fans get arrested this year in the NBA. Nobody's rushing the stadium to get in. I mean, that was out of control. That looked like a capital riot situation. Wait, so US Team USA lost to Australia today, and also Nigeria the other day. Yeah, you think Popovich is throwing games to teach him a lesson? Very possible. Why? Well, I, I know their whole team isn't there yet. I read. Oh, okay. I mean, Durant, I think that some guys are still playing the finals. Dame is there. Durant's there. Should be enough to beat Australia. Oh, you would. Yeah, you would think. I yeah, I wouldn't. I could see. I could see Pop doing some, getting uh, some uh, psychological warfare with his players. Yeah. Get him to play his game. Could be. Could be. Let's see, Alonzo's got twelve. He's down 10 with uh, – oh, yeah, that one went out, right? Third – that one go? Nope. So he had 12 with 36 seconds left. Took his timeout. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got the bonus round still, too. Yeah, he's got a, bo- he's got a bonus. He's going to have a full minute, right? I, I think that's how it works. I don't even know. What do you have to do? Is that you have to hit a ball over 450 feet and you get the bonus? Something like that, yeah. Um. So he's yeah. So if he gets to seventeen here in the next, he's gonna win it. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think seventeen is the number. I think he probably he could probably hit seven in a minute, no problem. So he's got thirty six seconds. If he hits, if he hits five, I think if he hits four, Mancini's in trouble. If he hits five, he's it's done. Mancini's the feel-good story. That's 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 the only thing I I could see. That's that's the chance I give him right now. Is Mancini's the story? Yeah, for a sure. Big story guy. Oh wow, your production manager coming in, breaking up. Oh no, something happened in center field, breaking up Alonzo's groove. Oh, no, you still Is there any like bullseye out there or hit it here and everyone gets a free taco or something? They got any of that? I don't know. I don't see any of that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be something. Uh, I would like to know if I could cash in on a taco tomorrow, though. Yeah. So he's down 10 minute 30. Oh, shit. Someone did go down. Oh, it was one of the, one of the people shagging both. Oh, you got to see the replay. I got to rewind it and see what happened. This, you, think they, this, you think they definitely showed it? Well, they showed his last his last ball popped up, and they they did show people going for it. So you might see. I didn't see it happen, but you might see it. Oh, maybe she took one off the noggin, pop fly. She no, I think she, she, they're helping her off. I think it was like an ankle thing. Oh, okay, rolled an ankle. I could be wrong. I could, could be a head injury. I considered going to the derby when it was in the Bronx. Decided again. If I went to one, I think I'd go to the Derby over the game. Uh, yeah, the, the All Star game just takes forever, and it's back to really not meaning anything. So, I even when it meant something, it didn't mean anything. Oh, I mean, I would, I would root a little bit harder. Got, I mean, I root for the AL, kind of. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to. Laundry's got plunked. Did throw him a. 
Who is this guy uh, pitching to him? They were talking about him in the pregame show, and I completely no-sold it and didn't listen. Uh, I don't know. The only, the only guy I got is uh, Mancini's – it's his old coach from Notre Dame or something. That's, only, that's the only guy I got. Oh, okay. They were talking about somebody who used to pitch – he pitched to B.J. Serhoff in a home run derby. Okay. So we got that, B.J. Serhoff mentioned. Other than that, check I it think off, it might have been Alonzo's list. guy. <laughs> All right, so Alonzo's got 17. He's got a minute to go. Pounding his Gatorade, hitting bombs. Bopping to Nas and Mob Deep. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, well, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he said he picked the music for the first for the first at bat. And it was, he's like, I got to have New York rappers to represent New York. <laughs> That's how you back up shit talk. That's not even really shit talk. But you back up. You back up. You yeah, back I just did a BJ Serhoff. I did a BJ Serhoff uh, search on Twitter, and he's been. It says he's been mentioned a few times, but I can't figure out one of these guys throwing BP tonight. I can't believe that BJ Serhoff is not trending because he was mentioned on the broadcast. He should be. Yeah. Oh, There's man. one. That's two. There's three. Oh no, this is gonna be over quick. This guy's just—he's throwing. This is yeah. This guy's just laying them in, man. Oh, deep center. Deep center for the win. Oh man, he did not miss one in that last. That was (laughs) surgical. (laughs) Fireworks. Hey, fireworks for twenty-three home runs in a. Uh, if you get fireworks for 62. Yeah, this is the guy. I think it's the guy that uh, that threw that threw to B.J. Serhoff. Back mm-hmm. in. I think B.J. Serhoff may have been in the Fenway uh, home run derby. I got. I have that up right now. What home run derby? Oh, B.J. Serhoff. Pretty in? sick. Pretty sick chain. Fins. <laughs> oh, we need that. Get the hardware from Junior. Junior was in his Mariners jersey before. Now he's wearing a fresh. Uh, yeah, he's guy. doing costume changes like it's a uh, concert. He's fucking Diana Ross over here. Uh, all right, I got to rewind and see this person before before we close out the show. I got to see what happened to this person in center field. Day. Yeah, BJ Seraph was in the uh, Fenway Derby. He hit two home runs. <laughs> Wasn't because of the pitching. No, that guy was throwing perfect. I mean, Alonzo was also making him look good. That was part of it, but he, he looked like he was throwing him right in the sweet spot. Okay, let's see what happened to this guy, this lady. Okay, before the timeout, let's see if I can. There's a celebrity softball game on after this. Is that right? Yeah, that's usually how it works, right? Oh, they cut it, but there was some trip. There was a trip. It's a DL stint. That's a DL stint. Roll, rolled ankle. Really, you know what? You got to call for the ball. She was coming in. No one ever calls for the ball in these things. She was coming in. Well, that's why you do. I got, yeah. You know, it's not a great shot, but uh, she was coming in. The guy was, the other person was going back. She went down. I think the kid, I think the kid going back made the catch, though. If you're scoring at home. So Alonzo has to come back next year and try and 
go A for the three P B uh Ty Griffey. Yeah, absolutely. He has to keep going. And he seems like he he's into it, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Yeah, he's into he's it. very into it. Wow. There you go. Yeah, Bryce Harper won an 18, Judge 17. I don't, there's not too many guys that even have two. Stanton won one, Cespedes, Todd Frazier. I remember that in Cincinnati. Man, I, my kid went to bed before Alonzo came up the first time around when he hit 35. And he was like, tell, tell me who wins in the morning. I said, all right. Uh, I, just, I hope that this doesn't make him a Mets fan. Well, there was no Yankees in it, didn't Tom. No, I know, I know. Just like, worried yeah, about there's worried no, about this home stretch. There's no good Yankee news, so I can't have this this good uh, Mets news. Right, not taking <laughs> over. No, he's pretty he's, he's pretty loyal to the Yanks. So I'm not too worried about it. My you know, Cespedes is on the short list for two derbies. Really, he won in fourteen and thirteen. That kind of rings a bell. Now he was a good home run derby guy. I think Alonzo just wanted to tie Cespedes. They still buddies, you think? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. All right, well, there you go. Pete Alonzo. Back to back. 2021 champ. champ. Home run derby champ. All right, actually, this is softball game. Oh, Prince Fielder has two, looks like. 12 in 2009. DK Metcalf. Oh, and I don't know anybody. Oh, I don't know any of these people. I heard DJ Metcalf struck out twice. Todd Allen was there. I would like to know one of the celebrities. Anthony Mackie, who was there from uh, 8 Mile. All right. Already. Uh, Bobby Abreu. I don't know other celebrities like I know. I don't know who this band is. Maybe like three doors down. I don't think so. These are, I feel like three doors down would be old at this point. I think they're well, – oh, okay. It's like a, yeah, some younger band. Not sure why the, the Colorado loves these fire, like actual fire. They're doing it for the intros for the Derby too. A lot of fire going on here. There's Colorado, man. Different place. Um, before we – anything you're looking forward to uh, in tomorrow's All-Star game? Uh, no. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I can't say there's anything specific. I Was Otani starting? He's starting and leading off, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that'll be interesting seeing Otani pitch, but I just saw him pitch in the Bronx, so I kind of got my first taste of him. Yeah, but you might see a full inning this time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's anything. No, I mean, I, I, I like the All-Star game. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, like I was saying before. But, uh, it's, I mean, it's the only All-Star game that's even tolerable at this point. Right? Compared to the other. NBA is okay. For, you can watch the NBA in the fourth quarter. It's, it's, it's gotten back to some level of competitiveness. In the yeah. Fourth, but other than that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty far removed from the NBA All-Star game. I can't really take that. And also um, now – So it's so it's confirmed. It is confirmed. Just 
jump you there. Griffey, three. Cespedes, two. Prince Fielder, two. Alonzo, two. So Alonzo tied for second there with Fielder and Cespedes. You got to come back to the three-peat. Have to. For sure. And the only guys to go back-to-back are Cespedes and Griffey. And Alonzo. I mean, along with Alonzo. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so there, now the Home Run Derby has some juice going into it next year. Yeah, had a little juice this year with Otani. I mean, ESPN just overdid it, man. They were yeah, oh, that's what they do. That's what they do. All right. All right. I think that'll do it for Sunday 4 for your uh, All-Star Game special. Enjoy the game tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you later on in the week. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Um, see, we already talked Yanks post-show, uh, or in-show, I guess post-show, I'll ask you, um, did you have all three of the natural effects drinks on Saturday? <laughs> no, I had one. Oh, I, I had a full tequila one, and then okay. I tried one of the ones that my wife got, the mule one, and I did not try the other one. The one the, you didn't have the one with the orange juice, right? I don't know which one that was. That wasn't Purple Haze? No, no, no. Did you have one that was orange? No. So uh, it was for the, purple. Yeah, so no, he didn't. <laughs> that was the best one? Uh, no, I didn't have the orange juice one. I think the uh, the green one was the best one. Green purple haze was good. I think the other one was better, though. The mule one? Yeah. Okay. That, that, had, that was vodka. No, that was tequila, triple sec. Natural effects, ginger, ginger beer. Oh, yeah, okay. And I don't remember it being green. I think it was more clear. Light, light greenish, I think. All right. Yeah, more, cl- more clear than anything, yeah. Yeah. All right, they showed it. There you go. DJ Metcalf. DK Metcalf struck out. DK. This guy on the base, this guy, this guy on the base path, DK. You're at automatic. You're on third base, you get on. Right. Oh, and I had a, I had a, Blizzard Sunday uh, last night too. Sunday night. Oh, Oreo cookie. What'd you get? I got Oreo cheesecake. Ooh, chocolate ice cream. Phenomenal. It was, it was kind of. I went off book. I was gonna go with the classic, and then they showed like, oh, we're serving these also. Went off book. Uh, large. Out of out of ten. I mean, it's been so long, man. It's been it's been so long. I don't know how I can't give it like a nine point something. Was, <laughs> that's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> over a decade, I would say. Oh man, well, it's good to have you back in the game. Yeah, did they have yeah, the yeah, took uh, the trip. Did they have the um, animal cook animal cracker ones there? Animal cookie ones? Yeah, I, uh, I read that one. That, that one didn't sound as appealing. Oh, it's phenomenal. Is it? What's what exactly is it? I don't know. Phenomenal. They're like frosted animal cookies, though. Oh, those animal cookies. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta go back. <laughs> That's like a specialty one. Oh, Jenny Finch, down the line. Jenny Finch running the bases. I feel like uh, League of Their Own. Slide, slide. Yeah. Thank you.
She she's pitching or what? No, she's roped the double. No, I know, but I'm saying if she pitching, you oh, gotta yeah. have her pitch, right? Better, better hope not if you're the other team. <laughs> I don't know who these fucking people are, man. Karamo? Karamo, no idea. Hunter Pence. Oh, I'll right say this. It's, yeah, Hunter Pence. He hasn't played anymore? I guess not. I may be terrified of a big leader right up there, and I was playing shortstop. Yeah, you got to play back a little bit. Let's see that rope. Whoa. Oh, oh yeah. you forgot where first was. Because, I mean, because it's a soft. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs to real first base. <laughs> oh, so oh, for – go ahead. What were you going to say? Mine was, mine was totally unrelated. Well, I was going to ask you if you saw – um, shit, uh, Yelich get tossed yesterday. Uh – I did. All right. Well, it's really hard to. He he. I think he bunted for a hit. The throw was the throw went past first. Yep. And he kind of like turned his shoulder, didn't turn his whole body like he was going to go to second. Yep. Didn't turn. Turned back to his right, like away from second, to walk back to to first. They got the ball back. They tagged them. Umpire emphatic punch out. Called him out. Immediately, wow. immediately was like, I did not, you know, argue with them. I didn't turn. Uh, there were multiple fuck yous in there. I think he called him a motherfucker at one point. A really nice meltdown from Yelich and uh, tossed. But it was a terrible call, though. Stupid call. Bad call. Man. Sounds like yeah, Jenny Finch is pitching. Throwing no hitter? Oh, not if she had a. She had a oh, wow. That was a bomb. She had Off the wall. Oh, and we didn't even talk about Cole, but real quick, love seeing Cole yelling at Boone. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. My game. I mean, it's my game. I mean, I'm not going to get too crazy about it because, you know, a lot of players were out, but it was still an amazing pitch, amazing pitching performance with or without, like, Correa in there and, uh, you know, whoever that's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. I just had to mention it, get it on my system. What were you going to say that was unrelated? Oh, Von Miller bunting. What a scumbag move. Well, yeah, he's a scumbag, isn't he? That's a scumbag move. You're Super 1 MVP, man. Take a hack. <laughs> you, can't, you can't bunt in softball. That, that takes a little, yeah, it takes a little bit off his uh... – She should. It's Jenny Finch, man. She should beat him next time. Right in his air hole for that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Oh, I just need to have a quick production meeting. So Thursday, oh. I'm good to go. Yeah. I will not be able to oh, – bad news bears over here. <laughs> this is great. Is that Morano, Caramo. Caramo. Uh, Montego. I can't take Montego. Monday the 19th, okay. so I could either go Sunday. All right. Sunday might be the best bet. Tuesday, I could probably do two. I'm coming, coming back from somewhere. Uh, Sundays are usually – we play it by year. I think I'd All rather, right. I'd probably rather Tuesday. But if I got it in me on Sunday, I'll go. Sunday. I'll go Sunday. Vinny Castilla, bomb. Yeah, for the hometown, for the home crowd. Yep. <laughs> the Helton. 
captain, team captain. And he was sitting down <laughs> applauding like a, a golf clap. Yeah. McManus. Tough Ooh, seeing Jenny yeah. Finch like this. She White. used to be lethal. <laughs> Zinny. Oh, man, that was a she, shot. Man. Yeah, I mean, she had a – that was for the home crowd. You got to get the crowd going for Vinny Castilla. But still, Lobby like, went in there. He hit that pretty far for a softball. He's like the that was like one hop off the fence. He's like the original Rocky, isn't, uh, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they get the most unathletic celebrities to play in this game. Yeah. It's a rarity when you see a celebrity that actually knows what they're doing. Like that center fielder throwing the ball in was pathetic. Well, he's wearing a glove on his throwing hand. (laughs) Apparently. So so is this goof. (laughs) And I think did everyone take edibles. I know they're in Colorado. Did everyone just get super high before this game? Oh. Everyone's slipping all over the field. Probably not wearing cleats. That might be part of it. Alfalfa's not wearing cleats, yeah. Pretty, I mean, the bases are moving. They've got to do a little bit better job here. Well, the, base, <laughs> the base not being tied down is just a little bit dangerous. It's oh, very got, dangerous. You got a podcaster up there. That's the guy without a glove. Karamo ditched his glove. That kid, that's, a, that's like some YouTube star that does a podcast with Portnoy. Oh, really? I'm not sure what he's famous for. He's like 18, 19-year-old kid. Yeah. He's a YouTuber, TikToker probably. Well, I call everybody a celebrity these days. <laughs> Jenny have- Finch just getting pounded. <laughs> oh, Karamo. I had Swiss cheese defense too. I mean, if you told me that Jenny Finch was getting pounded, I would, I'll put that on right away. <laughs> what channel is that on? <laughs> her defense is betraying her. Oh, well, you can't give. Oh, that's a pop up. All right, come on, that's got to be it. Nope. Wow, there's yeah, so much they, slipping and sliding. I man. think they are all stoned, bro. It might be. They just may be. Will Barton. Will Barton, all right. Oh, the thrill. He had the thrill on it. He's a, he played for the Nuggets, right? Is that why? Oh, oh no. this is incredible. <laughs> Every, I mean, no one's going to know what we're talking about, but this celebrity <laughs> softball game, if you do yourself a favor, try and find it on YouTube. Just watch the first inning. Yeah, they have 10 hits, in the, 10 hits and nine runs in the first bottom of the first. And the defense could not be any worse. And they just called it. They just called the first inning. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Everyone batted around. T-ball rules. That was it. Wow. That was pathetic. Even by uh, celebrity softball standards. All right. All right. Let me get this shit out here. All right. Fuck okay. England. Lord of the Ring. Fucking weirdos. Harry Fuck Potter, them. my ass. Fucking each other in a castle. Glad they lost. <laughs> Later. Man.